We're Jill and Jenna, sisters who believe that gut health is the baseline required to live your best life. But health is way more than that. So we've made it our mission to take a deep dive into gut health, mental health, fitness, nutrition, and more. Interviewing experts, having real conversations, all while making sure all of the information is digestible. Welcome Welcome to to our our gut gut talk. This episode is sponsored by Element Electrolytes. Jill and I have been using these electrolytes for a while now. And recently we made a video saying we don't drink a lot of plain water and the responses were interesting. Let me explain further. To properly hydrate, you want to include water with electrolytes. Hear me out. When you sweat, you are losing water and sodium. Both of these need to be replaced to prevent headaches, muscle cramps, energy dips, confusion, and more. I used to get a cramp after big workouts, especially at night that would wake me up. It was that really deep cramp that hurt like hell. If you've had one, you know what I'm talking about. But after drinking electrolytes with my water, I cannot remember the last time that that's happened. Electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid balance. They also boost performance and recovery. Element, spelled L-M-N-T, is a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. That means a science-backed electrolyte ratio with none of the junk. No sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. Jill and my favorite flavors are the raspberry and watermelon salt. We also love citrus. What we do is we add the electrolytes to a big reusable bottle of water and sip on it all day. So if you're someone who constantly says you need to drink more water, this might be right up your alley. It also makes drinking water fun. We have a deal for the Gut Talk community. You can go to drinkelement.com. That's drinkelement.com slash guttalkgirls. We also link it in the show notes to get a free Element sample pack when you make any purchase through our link. The Element sample pack includes one packet of every flavor. This is perfect for anyone who's interested in trying all the flavors or if you want to introduce a friend to Element. So try it out and let us know what you think. Five, six, seven, eight. One, the smell two, of your skin. No, 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 no. no. Just because we're not doing, just because you're not doing Hey Jilly, Hey Jen does not mean <laughs> this is your like chance to perform. Okay. This is a big week for us. Huge. And you want to tell the people why? We're moving. We're moving. We're moving to a house, which is really exciting because we get a yard. We're so excited about it, to be honest. Okay, this is what I've been telling everyone. I thought I was a city girl. My dream as a child was to live in the city that never sleeps, the concrete jungle where dreams are made of. And I couldn't be more far from that currently in my life. I want peace. I want quiet. I want lack of stimulation. And although you're telling me that the homeless man working out across the street ain't is it. it, that's not the simulation he you want. Ain't it okay? And all right. you know what? I love cities. I will always live near a city, but I, I, I I'm craving quiet. I'm craving zen. Our own space. We get to walk out and go into our car. We don't have to take. An elevator, then to the parking garage. There's so many things about a house that I'm craving right now. So I'm very excited for this next 
chapter in our lives. We also have a really fun announcement as well that yeah. in addition to the house is, and we don't know exactly when, but... My birthday? Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> well, sure. Our third exciting announcement is that we are going to start recording our podcasts with video. Yes. And yeah. I don't know how quickly that's going to happen. If I had to guess, I would guess within the next mm, three to four episodes. Mm -hmm. But we are going to be making a YouTube channel. We are going to do a lot more video. So maybe that sounds like the worst news in the world for you. Or maybe it's the (laughs) best. I don't know. I sure hope it's not the worst. You never know. I don't want to make assumptions here. Okay. Okay. But we're really excited, and today we are solo, obviously, no guests today, which I think is really important. I think Jen and I were talking about it, and this podcast is about bringing on guests who are experts in the health field and having them bring down the information to a level that makes sense for someone who's just getting started on their health journey. Yeah. But what I was telling Jenna is like, we're the experts in figuring it out ourselves, Mm -hmm. right? Like we know how a lot of you all feel or felt or hopefully not, but are going to start feeling. Yeah. And so for us, it's really important to continue to share our thoughts and our stories and quite frankly, our opinions. And today is an opinionated episode, love it or hate it. This is how we feel. So I guess start off with that. These are our thoughts and feelings. Yeah, and although this is what we would consider an opinionated podcast, I have formal training. We've done now years of healing the hard work. We've now been in this space. We're connected to a lot of people, doctors, experts, and we've kind of seen it all, to be honest, with ourselves, but with also a lot of people, the DMs we're getting, we're deep into this world and so therefore i'm not trying to be like prove that our opinions are valid because anyone can disagree with us i mean we're just speaking on what we've seen exactly and i think it's going to be really helpful because there's mistakes that we've surely made and there's also different things that we've been seeing going on lately that i think is really important to speak up about because I don't necessarily agree with it 100%. So let's not beat around the bush. I sent Jenna a post on Instagram the other day, maybe a few weeks ago, I guess, from an Instagram handle, a woman um, that goes by the natural-minded mama. Her bio says that she is intuitive living, home birth, low tox, 80-20, clean beauty, clean swaps, informed consent, mom of two. And her post says crunchy community we need to take a step back it says the crunchy community has become just as toxic as the ingredients they try to avoid and the standard continues to become more unrealistic and unattainable i sent this to jenna and i was like we need to make an entire podcast episode on it because i think that there are so many people in our gut talk community that need to hear this message And that is one that trying to live this toxic free lifestyle can become wildly toxic. I'd like to add to that toxic and the idea that health is this beautifully perfected, get everything right, have the best routine, do it all situation. And I think when you follow crunchy is just crunchy is an overarching name, a nickname for it. Call it whatever you want. The no tox police is what I call them in my head. Because they don't share information in like this, hey, this is what we know, this is what we think, here you go. That makes you feel like if you don't live life 
the way that they live it or follow all of the things that they do that you're going to get cancer and that you're going to die and you're going to have all these diseases. And there's probably truth to most people that post with some information, but doing too much, being scared to eat, being scared to live. We've talked about before with the mind-gut connection, that is going to probably do more harm than switching over to glass Tupperware is going to help. And that's just an example. But it's the way that they make you feel and the way that you talk about it. I find myself with, I've had to unfollow people that at one point I really enjoyed watching and consuming their content, but I don't anymore because I feel like you're trying to make me feel guilty if I don't do these things. Yeah, and I just want to backtrack a teeny bit. What we're talking about is we have to all be honest with each other and ourselves, and that is the fact that we are surrounded by toxic chemicals, uh, fragrances, things in our cleaning supplies, things in our shampoos, our deodorants that are touching our bodies, that we're sniffing in the air, that are going through our nasal cavities, passageways, whatever they're called. And these products were not around, you know, hundreds of years ago. These are new products because they smell good and they clean really well and they're super pretty to look at. They're made in a factory or a lab that didn't exist a hundred years ago. Right. What were people putting on their, under their armpits, you know, 200 years ago? I'm, I'm not sure I'm getting the time exactly right, but it wasn't aluminum filled, perfume filled deodorants. It was maybe nothing or lemon peels or, you know, and so... Now that we've created, and me, we meaning us as a society have created these things, now us as consumers have started to buy, right? Um, let's say Jill mentioned the plastic Tupperware. That's a huge thing. And all of these emit little toxins that then get into our bodies, into our bloodstreams. And absolutely, I'm a huge proponent that that could be causing some of the issues, many, a lot of the issues that we have today, right? For sure, for sure. But what Jill and I are trying to say is that there's such a difference between understanding that, okay, yeah, there are things in our products, things that we need to minimize that could be causing this overload of toxins in our body, along with all of the social media exposure, the Um, stressful environments that we're in in terms of hustle culture. And an example of trying to reduce these things versus being scared to use them is I bought a Stanley water bottle. I've been trying not to drink out of plastic. Yeah. That's one thing in 2023 I've actually done a really fantastic job on. Now, Lemon Perfect, one of my favorite fun drinks, is in a plastic water bottle. Mm -hmm. It's trying to do the best that I can and consuming mostly out of glass or not plastic and being okay when I do versus knowing that when I'm drinking out of plastic, okay, what could be going into my body? Okay, I'm actually consuming more of a toxic drink right now. Okay, how is that affecting my body? And you put yourself into this panic. And then it's like, okay, well, I just lit a candle. Oh no, like what what, what is that gonna do if I'm, I'm drinking out of a plastic water, water bottle? And I'm smelling a candle. Like all of a sudden you go into this panic mode Mm -hmm. because it's almost like you view everything you're doing as toxic. Right. And that's where there's that fine line between understanding. So we're kind of explaining a little bit about what 
this whole concept is surrounding. Now you know. So if you didn't know, it is a shame, but right, it's in our food now. Chemicals, toxins are in our food. And, and we say chemicals, everything is a chemical. So let's just, Jill and I are acknowledging that we know that, but there's different types, right? There's ones that are filled with a little bit more toxins that our bodies 100 years ago, our ancestors were never used to. Now our bodies are starting to have to kind of adapt to these so-called toxins that are laden in our foods, in our household products, cleaning products, deodorants, all of that. And Jill and I always say, now you know better, you can start doing better. But that doesn't mean thinking about every single thing you put into your body and being like, I can't do this, I can't do that because this has this in it and this is that. There are going to be times that it is impossible to avoid. I'm trying my best personally as a consumer to recognize, okay, there are certain things. Okay, I'm gonna switch my cleaning supplies. I'm done using Clorox. I'm gonna move on to Branch Basics now because that is a product that's not made with a ton of toxic chemicals. I'll start making these little changes, but every little thing I have in my closet, in my cleaning closet, in my bathroom, are not 100% toxic free because it's just very overwhelming to make those changes very quickly. And also too, I'm not willing to have my laundry smell like shit. Yeah. In exchange. Which we've been there, done that. Right. So it's for me, it's finding what works for you, doing the best you can and making small changes that are sustainable to your life. Because I mean, Jenna, please talk about the time that you kind of went a little overboard with it because I think that one, it's relatable, but two, it wasn't sustainable. You, I mean, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but you kind of went full blown non-tox for a hot second. Yeah. So when I started my gut healing journey, when I finally found the person that was really able to guide me and I found the right supplements, I found the right foods for me, I got deep into this hole of, holy shit, is everything I was doing prior the reason what made me into what I am now, which was a very bloated, low of energy, stressed out, you name it, person, stomach issues, constipated, all of that jazz. I really went down the rabbit hole of, okay, now, from now on, the only thing that I'm putting in my body or I'm letting touch my body are going to be things that are healing, that are good for me. And this really created this very slippery slope because I began to think that everything that I put in my body or touched my body that wasn't a part of what would be considered healthy or clean, things were going to go bad. I was going to all of a sudden be that bloated girl again. And the concept that I didn't understand, and it took me a little while when I finally did understand was that the stress I was putting on my body to try to achieve this perfection in order to then feel 100% all of the time was very unrealistic. And what did it look like from the outside when you were living at this extreme? I don't think it looks like anything out of the ordinary. I guess maybe a better person to ask would be me because I saw it. Yeah. You looked really 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 healthy yeah like you were I was glowing my face was slim as anything my body was slim as anything right you were skinny yeah but I think that there 
And I think that's the problem is then, and we glorify the amount of people I heard from, and this is no shame or fault to any of them, but I mean, I got compliments out the wazoo. Jenna, you look so amazing. Jenna, I've never seen you like this. Jenna, this, Jenna, that. And it made me start thinking, wow, I'm doing this all right. And this is an extreme example. And if you don't watch the Kardashians, you probably wouldn't know. But in recent years, Kourtney Kardashian is fuller in a normal way, not mm-hmm. in like a surgical way, but is a fuller human. And she's like, I'm happy. And she's gotten, she's talked about it a little bit, but she's gotten so much shame for being bigger than she's been in the past. And it's like, I'm living a, a better life this way. And so I think if more people talked about that, I think a lot of my friends are at their skinniest when they're miserable, mm-hmm. right? I think it comes down to the fact that we all have to face the fact as a society that all of our skinniests may not be all of our healthiest. And this is proven to be true, especially as women. We are made to have maybe a little bit of a belly, right? We have all of these organs, these reproductive organs. We're supposed to expand into a freaking balloon when we have kids. We over-glamorized skinny bodies. And if you're listening to this and you are in a skinny body right now and you are eating healthy and you feel good, great. That right, You're meant to be like that. Genetics. That's how you're built. That's genetics. Right. Amazing. We're not shaming one way or the other. But what I'm saying is someone like myself, who's not meant to be a twig, I have wider hips, I have a butt, I recognize that my skinniest was not my healthiest because my skinniest was, yes, I was eating, guys, 98 to 99% perfect. I'm not kidding. I literally have a video of me eating one of Papa Rudy's baked goods that I wouldn't eat. Uh, I would eat them, but he had something else that wasn't made from him that had some ingredients in it that I wouldn't eat. Um, I have a video of myself eating it, being like, oh my God, look at me. Like, like, I and I understand. Because it was a mental warfare for you? It was such a mental warfare. I was so proud of myself for eating these muffins. And call it what you want, put a label on it, orthorexia, eating disorder. I got myself out of it. What's I'm, orthorexia? Just if you've not heard that word basically before. Basically what I was just explaining about how everything you have to do has to be perfect. Mm. It's the ideal of eating perfectly, you know, oh, hyper fixated. I'm not giving the exact definition, but yeah. kind of just about that. Yeah. Um, and the problem, as I mentioned, was this was creating so much stress in my life. I was overthinking everything. I wouldn't enjoy the dinners out with friends because I had already cooked before or I would try to find the most healthy thing on the menu, which is great. I I try to do that, you know, eight, nine out of ten times. But you were never giving yourself the permission to go out of that lane. But it was so, yes, it was so, but my nervous system was so out of whack because I was so worried about that. And right. that is what's not healthy. And there's also a difference too. I remember when I first went to Terry and I first got my first ever gut healing protocol, mm-hmm. I was doing ridiculous things like bringing food to a pregame yes. and stuff like that. But it was a short period of time in order to heal. Yours was more so you were trying to make it a sustainable way to just live your life in general and what the main issue there 
was that internally you were kind of miserable. Exactly. But you were convinced that that was the lifestyle you needed to live versus, and hey, there's probably a few of you listening who are what we would consider wildly low tox. Yeah. And you've built it up over years and it's super sustainable for you Mm -hmm. at this point. And you genuinely are happy. And those aren't the people we're talking about. The whole, this whole message is because, and I, I posted this Instagram post the other day about the crunchy community needing to take a step back. And so many of you responded saying, thank you, I needed it to hear this. Because Mm -hmm. the first thing you do when you get serious about your health is you follow all of these people, right? Mm -hmm. And when you follow these people and you start learning, it can go one of two ways. You learn and feel empowered or you learn and you freak the F out. And I think that sometimes when you follow people who are so intense about this toxic lifestyle, that you become really healthy because you're panicked and not because you're empowered. And we want you to become healthy because you feel empowered. And when you are out with friends and there's a slice of pizza in front of you and you feel good and your body's ready to be able to digest that, meaning you you don't have any serious issues at the time, freaking go for it. Mm -hmm. Like we do. And I'll never stop, really. Yeah. Maybe there will be times that I'll I'll dial in a little bit more than usual. Like, I cook the majority of my meals because I feel better that way. But when I'm out with friends, I give myself permission to make whatever choice I'm feeling at the time. Exactly. And if you've been following us, you know we coined the phrase hashtag BYOS, which means bring your own snacks. And I still stand by all of that stuff 100%. I still stand by the... If you are going to a party and you realize there's not a lot of snacks that are going to make you feel good and you don't want to do that, bring your own freaking snacks, right? There's a very big difference between doing things that, okay, I want to feel good today. I don't want to go and eat a bunch of corn chips. I want to go and eat my cassava flour chips. I'm just giving an example because I'm thinking about bringing Siete chips to a party, whatever. But you're still eating chips. Right. You're still eating chips. You're still enjoying yourself. You are making that decision because that's probably what makes you feel good at the time. And that's what you want to do. I'll do that a thousand percent. Jill and I went to our friend's house to watch the Jake Paul Tommy Fury fight. And we brought our own snacks. And not saying because we thought that theirs was shit. We're just like, I want to bring what I want to eat. And I'm so, so about that. But what I'm so not about is this making yourself guilty because you're not doing or eating the right things. We have we know a lot of you are freaking busy human beings. Some of you are moms. Some of you are in college. You don't have the time to think through all of this stuff. So what we're saying is give yourself some grace. Recognize that this is not a end-all be-all. This is not a perfection game we're playing. This is a educate yourself, figure out what works best for you, learn from mistakes that Jill and I have made. I'm sharing that story about myself. It's not, I say it free flowing, probably because a lot of the stuff we do share, but this was a very hard thing for me to come to terms with. The fact that I essentially had a bit of an eating disorder, right? And I mean, like I make myself, I'm sweating right now saying that, but it's the truth. And it's just because I felt like I got a little bit too far from what I understood health to be. So, now understand health to Sustainable be. health. Sustainable health. And also too, this is a reminder to check the people that you follow and the content you consume mm-hmm. because maybe listening to this episode, you'll realize that there are 
pages you follow that you follow and you feel guilty or you follow and you feel shame. I mean, it would be like us being like, okay, you guys, this is key for your gut health. And if you don't do this, you're getting Alzheimer's one day. I mean, right. like, I, I've seen it. It's like, if you can, if you continue to consume da, 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 over the next 20 years, you are 95% likely to get cancer. And I'm like, my ass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just I, saying like, this is a good gut check for no. you to yes. really just look to see what content you're consuming what you're actually consuming and how does that sit with you? Because we want you to take small steps towards becoming healthier and over time your life will drastically change. Mm -hmm. If you are one of those people, and we always say it, that needs to flip the switch and do a 180, do it. But most people aren't that way and you feel really overwhelmed when you feel like you have to make all of these changes at once. So this is your permission. This is us letting you know that you don't have to do that. You do not have to throw everything away in your cabinets and all of your cleaning products. But maybe next time that something runs out, just replace it with a better option. Yeah, I love like, that. Like maybe if you just bought all new Tupperware and they're all plastic, eventually their lifespan will go. <laughs> or maybe for Christmas you ask for some glass dishes. Like it doesn't have to be now, but when you know better, you can do better. And we just want to empower you with the information to make the choices on your own. Yeah. Yeah, and it all comes down to really what the foundational health is. And one of them in our lives is is stress, is yeah. the stress we put on ourselves. And therefore, if you are overwhelmed in any type of healing journey, take a look about what are you doing right now that might not be in your best interest? What are you chasing that might not be achievable? Is it that body of that model that you just look nothing like or is it the glorified health girl that has so much time on her hands to do every healthy thing that there is out there and you're like i can't accomplish all of this today it's impossible for me pick and choose we're all so different we all have different jobs different places that we live in this is not this easy anyone can do it type of thing it's this I need to look in the mirror and see what is it that works for me and recognize that I consider myself a healthy queen, right? Not a healthy girl, a healthy queen. A health queen. I just crowned myself queen. <laughs> you guys should have seen earlier in the episode where Jenna's crown belongs. <laughs> she was wearing her sleeping mask on her head like a pair of sunglasses. So your crown might look a little different than mine. Exactly. But what I'm trying to say by all of this is... Go and be that health girl. We, we try to be. We are. Be okay when you don't do it perfectly. Exactly. You're just doing your best. And to be honest, doing your best and living your life in the way that you want to, that makes you feel good. You have glowy skin. You're going poop every day. You're doing all of those health things. That's when you can say, you know what? I'm, in, I'm on the right track. But for me, being so stressed out about eating that one little fun food because I wanted to, yeah, that wasn't working for me. Yeah. And I had to really look in the mirror and tell myself and be honest with myself about that. Yep. And, and maybe it's the opposite way. Maybe you're eating too many of those fun foods and you're like, I need to look in the mirror and be like, there are a couple things I need to shift. And what Jill said, we make those shifts slowly. We don't change our lives unless that's something that you want to do start playing with it in your head. Yeah, this is your permission to give yourself a break. Mm -hmm. This is your permission to unfollow the person who's not serving you right now. 
I think one really great example of someone I've seen evolve their health over time is Lauren and Michael Bostick. Yeah. They're, you, it feels like they're always adding something, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really feel like they added everything at once. No, I completely agree. Honestly, I feel like Michael Bostick's my inspo in that regard. Wow. I mean, yeah, he He's, took three months off of drinking. He lit, he started lifting a ton. Yeah. But it's like the way he looked a year ago versus now, they, they just, they're queens and kings of subtle changes i completely agree and and i'm sure they'll be the first of people say that those compound changes has created such a drastic effect on their life probably their businesses their routines their productivity maybe even on their kids lives it's there's always more about building small habits and taking small steps there's another podcast that i love that's note to self by Peyton sartin or sartain Mm mm-hmm she says something along the lines of edit your life ruthlessly and often or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a good way to put it. Like, just keep checking in. Don't yep. put the pressure on to make all of these changes. And honestly, a big middle finger to anyone that makes health feel unachievable. Amen. Thank you. Middle fingers to the air. I hope you're, <laughs> if you're in your car listening, just throw one out there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, that's well, why Jenna doesn't drive that right? much. <laughs> I would be like two in the air, like let's go. Right, people are honking because they think that they're being middle fingers. <laughs> Even if you're listening, like on your hot girl walk or like in the car somewhere public, just like do it in your head. Feel free to do it out loud too. But uh, we anyway, lo- we love you guys. We wanted to just talk about this because it's something that can consume you really quickly without even realizing it and we've definitely felt it we feel it Mm -hmm. like we're in the industry and we feel it so we wanted to bring it to everyone's attentions and um again as always like subscribe all of the channels we're getting youtube soon which will be really really cool yes if you're excited about that let us know in the dms we love to hear from you all the engagement recently has been fantastic and we love it. We literally answer every DM that we possibly can and it's one of our favorite things about what we do. So yep. thank you all and we will be back next week with a fun guest. Woo! Toodaloo!